Welcome to the podcast that no one asked for. The one where your favorite characters from your favorite fandoms get wet, wild, and weird. Where erotic fan fiction helps pop culture pop a boner, and we all get to laugh about it. I'm Allie Lefevre. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And And this is Fangasm. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, strong language, and characters we don't own. Ron was cheating, Granger's crying. At the pub, the drinks were flying. A warm body's what she needs. Could this be the start of a fling? Cozied up at the three broomsticks, and her ass is looking tight. The sips of brandy got me wondering. We boning tonight. 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 We boning tonight. Wow, wow. Excuse me, uh, Justin Timberlake, surprise guest on Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> Is that you? We're pulling out all the stops. Holy moly. <laughs> uh, when I was studying for finals, whatever year that was, 2003, 2004, of yeah. course, I remember listening to the song on repeat and was probably just like jamming to like USAP, just like. What is wrong with our world, you know? And then <laughs> really trying to solve it. it all the time. Do you remember the music video to this? No. It was like a deep, beautiful, hopeful type video. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because the lyrics are like about tonight. like changing the world and how like the world's in a tough place. And we're just like, we bound it we <laughs> tonight. <laughs> oh. Wait, when Danny, you said you were studying for finals, you mean high school? No, I mean for business. No, yeah, for high school. <laughs> high school, great. Yeah. I think it was like the first time I also would have been studying for finals. Yeah. So I like I remember like how much I was set up for it. And was yeah. Like, this song's gonna get me through. <laughs> and it got you through. It's get oh me through. yeah. Saved. So we've got some tension. We got to find out. Are they boning tonight? I know. Gosh. I feel like no. No. Oh whoa. I don't know. In the past, I don't think they're boning. But are they boning? She's a pussimist. <laughs> <laughs> are you a cocktimist or a pussimist? <laughs> How is that the first time that has ever been? <laughs> I'm devastated. It took 13 seasons to Although, get there. Although, um, as a feminist, I, I don't like that the negative one yeah. is puss, but I'll allow a it. Penis mist. <laughs> and a penis mist. And a twat, a twat mist. <laughs> okay, too hard. Those don't work. <laughs> the originals are great. There the originals are so great. good. Uh, uh, before we get into it, we need to talk about your amazing... Halloween extravaganza, Danny. weekend of our lives. Somebody messaged last week about Basement of the Dead, the, the reference. They were like, yeah. well, does that count? I said, no, but you're going to get it. So <laughs> yeah. this is uh, for all you Wango players out there. Wango whores. Wango whores that have Halloween. <laughs> Wango whores says I feel good. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's a compliment always. And uh, the party was amazing. You yeah. guys showed up so strong in your costumes. We had straight out of jail. Prison Mike. <laughs> I feel like that is your favorite part about it is talking in that accent. You got a good life. A good life. Oh, I kept having to do when your voice My would get voice so high would it would squeak because you'd be crack. so excited. You got a good life. Yeah, she you got, she got a good life. We'd be like, take a breath, take a breath, take a breath. Uh, got that alien. And then we had straight out of Shady Acres. Uh, I was just a retired old man. Just a retired old man. What was the name of our retirement home? That we had. Uh, our Grammogram Enterprise. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, my it? gosh. Okay, we'll find it. We will find it. 
Um, yeah, we. Uh, <laughs> and Danny and Marco had the most amazing costumes ever. We were they- working at the car wash. Oh, uh, like a picture you have to like it doesn't do it justice unless you see this picture head to toe you guys handmade layered like as though the swooshy the, things the that brush, go along yeah, your like car that brush. and when we got there the door opened and the two of them were there and they had little spray bottles and they were swishing their bodies back and forth and spritzing you and you got to go through a car wash into the place and Danny what did your little spray bottle say I was just this is gonna the kind of details that matter to you and us well, it was, uh, I can post a photo of the logo. It was a scare wash, but that's in the E were darker, so it looked like yeah, car wash. Beautiful. So good. Thinking. And you also had a t-shirt made, didn't you? I made a t-shirt so that when it was too hot, we could take it off and still represent. That's right. So I did that when we were the handmaids. I made uh, some oh, matching yeah. undershirts. So, so cute. It was so much fun. I didn't realize like how much fun the costume would be. So it's a good learning is like, you know, if you can have that character, you know, and add to it. It was so, so great. Um, we had a wonderful time. Tell us some highlights. Some highlights. Um, we <laughs> raised money for UNICEF. Yeah. So we raised almost $1,000. So, so yeah. maybe I'll post that to the group. Yeah. People want to give back. There's no reason not to. That's yeah. great. And then um, the costume contest, we called them the weenies, which were for Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and so we, uh, one of my favorite categories is the people that are dressed in matching theme but didn't come together. Oh, so I love that. That was a good one. My friend Mark came as Regina George uh, <laughs> after getting hit by a bus. My favorite costume of the night. By it was so easy. good. So it good. was so good. Our friend Allie came as a mouse, and then my friend Mike came as a mouse, but I didn't ask him what he was. Yeah. So when we were like, and the mouse, and the two of them came up, like, yeah, yeah. ready to go. <laughs> oh. Karen? Didn't he try to pull off that he was Karen? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think he was Karen, yeah. but not as... No wig or anything. So yeah. Was, um, I feel like another notable costume were your friends that went as Twitter trolls. Twitter trolls. So they were oh, dressed yeah, like good. trolls, the doll. Chris but then they and, had tweets. Um, and- Megan. Megan, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They showed up. They won the trendiest award. My sister uh, and her group of friends yes. came as all of the characters from Wizard of Oz. I love that. That was great. Um, which was so committed, and I really appreciate that. I so. love the flying monkey. Like, they even got someone in flying monkey costume. flying monkey. Their friend <laughs> Jeff, who was the biggest of all of them, came as Toto, and so he had just, like, a little <laughs> basket that he stuck his head in. So the costume contest was so much fun. The dancing was so much fun. We hired a psychic, um, <gasps> so which was a blast. We actually interviewed three. So we went to a coffee shop um, and had them come and like read our cards. Her name is Erin. She was wonderful. She was so good. If you guys are looking for a Chicago-based psychic performer, she did great. What were your fortunes? So the way that she did the tarot is so you held the deck and then she took it from you and you put like your energy into it and shuffled it. And you like think of something. Think of something. And the way she did her reading was she did a recent past card, a present card, and then a possible future card Mm -hmm. and then at the end of that reading she had you pull a moon card to talk about like what moon was in like alignment with your with with the reading with the reading and your energy in general Mm -hmm. gosh Lens, what was mine mine was like about almost like killing my darlings like letting go of yeah no yours was about head and the heart remember which is like a huge thing for you yeah it's like I tend to be more practical out of your head and putting more like into your heart into like, my heart center yeah. yeah so it was about there was like a big change coming mm-hmm. and that like surrendering to it and allowing ourselves to I felt very much like it was a like, business wise I was sitting, Lindsay yeah. and I were sitting next to each other and we yeah. kept pinching each other the yeah. whole both of our readings like oh my god it's this because <laughs> we do everything together even our psychic readings but yeah I felt very much like I kind of related it to where we are in business is like a transitional period and there's something like really big on the horizon, but having to surrender to it and not getting so caught up in our mind about it and letting yeah. you really like feel your way through it. Mm-hmm. So that was really exciting. And Lynn's yours was, I was remember, about change too. Mine was about change as well. She was like, this is a very positive reading 
And she like kept saying that March was like an important yeah. time for me. She was just like, so it was my first tarot reading, guys. Oh, cool. Was it really? Uh-huh. That's right. Yeah. And then our friend Mandy, she was like, wow, this is a once in a blue moon reading. Stick with her, you guys. Like big things are coming. So we're riding Mandy's coattails in yeah. into 2020. Yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. Did you guys get to sit down and have a reading or no? Well, we did it through the interviews. Okay. So oh, right. Marco coordinated, obviously, and asked for actresses that had tarot experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she came in and she, like, knew it. She had all the jokes. She, like, was wonderful. And then there were some other actresses who were actresses. Yeah. You know, and you really need yes. to know it because you yeah. need to be able to explain stuff. So. Yeah, so she actually knew tarot, though. She knew it, Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, because you could tell You could tell did. because yeah. with our friend Mandy's reading, I remember at one point the three didn't make a lot of sense to her. She was like, huh. She, like, did one interpretation, and she was like, does that mean anything to you? And Mandy's like, sort of. And then when she pulled the moon card, remember, it all came. She goes, yeah. oh, my, my. <laughs> and she, like, leaned back, and she was like, this changes everything through this lens. It yeah. means this. And then it made a lot of sense yeah. to Mandy. It was just so cool. I sat down with Matt when he did his reading. <laughs> so Matt dressed as Jim from The Office. And she also knew The Office really well. Nice. So that was great. <laughs> Felt really excited about that. Someone recognized <laughs> Matt's costume. But he's such a skeptic with things like that. So she was going through doing his reading. And she's like, does this resonate with you? And he goes, perhaps. I was like, <laughs> oh, come on. Like, like he doesn't want to give, like he, he doesn't, doesn't want to leave an let, inch because uh-huh. he doesn't want his responses to influence her reading. So he was being like very coy. And so he dressed as Jim, but he should have dressed as Dwight. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he dressed absolutely. as Jim, but acted like Dwight. Exactly. <laughs> Marco said like, don't be afraid to go darker. Don't be afraid to make it spookier. Cause you know, he loves a spooky Halloween. Yeah. You know, so she was going to like kill the vibe being like, you're going to die. You're going to die. Like, like I'm glad she didn't because, like, nobody wants to hear bad no, stuff. No, no, that was night. what I, I think I've always been afraid of being told something ominous or bad in yeah. those readings. But I knew at a party it would be positive. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's not going to be like, yikes. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah, no, I said at the party that if Marco was as passionate about space <laughs> as he was Halloween, we'd all be colonizing Mars because right. he, he put so much into it. And it, it's just fun to, like, watch him as he makes everything yeah. and does it all and and then I was joking with the girls that, like, minutes before the party, I was doing some <laughs> stupid, like, sticker cutout, you know. And he's like, could you not do that? Could you instead plug in all the lights? You know, I'm like, well, okay. So he was really a saint uh, and patient with me. But everything turned out perfectly. And it was uh, incredible. I'll Did post it- some photos to the group. We were screaming when we were walking through. First of all, the entrance with the car wash was incredible. And then walking in, the fact that you had a full-blown tree built into your home and that the whole room was covered in, like, long-hanging willow leaves. And these, like, green-blue lights. It was was so cool. Spectacular. And you were given a jello shot out of a syringe as, like, the welcome. There was also an IV bag going around that was shots. Like, I mean, truly every touch point, which is why we were gushing so much about the fact that he's built for this because the way that you, like, could view something... As though, like, what's an opportunity for an, an experience here? That he could take our living room and hide all the furniture and, and like, make, where, where make all the floors sticky. People kept DMing me being like, where is this? And I'm like, there, it would be like, is this someone's home? Like, to my <laughs> stories? And you're like, yes. Yeah, my mom, she has a request in for next year that she's going to come to Chicago specifically on this weekend so she can come to your party. Because she just... Pack your mom, bags, Nance. My you're mom in. loves Halloween, not as much as Marco, but like, I think she does love it as much as Marco, but has never put that kind of effort in. But we always had tons of decorations up my whole life with every holiday. And so she is like foaming at the mouth to get into this party to see the magic that the he Nancy makes. The Nancy stamp of approval is all we're missing. Oh, yeah. That's true. Oh, she's to, already To be a Nancy verified party. So... <laughs> 
thank you for being there. And thank um, you for having um, us. Thank you Wonderful. for everybody for uh, cheering us on. And uh, we'll post a trigger warning full <laughs> post of imagery because it is not it's, for the light stomachs. No. Truly. It's never hard for me to snack, but it was sort of hard for me to snack. <laughs> Because like, everything is heads. like disgusting. I was like, ah, I love shrimp. And the shrimp were outside of like a hollowed out mannequin head. So like, be like, Marco made a, he makes a cat poop cake where he takes oh, cat. Yeah. I love that one. He takes one. cake and he crumbles it. And he had it for the first time the day after the party. He goes, well, this is gross. I've been serving this. I'm like, I don't think anybody eats it for the deliciousness. Well, That's Ma- not true. Matt was eating it. Oh, you oh, were really? eating yeah. it too. Yeah. Because <laughs> aren't those Tootsie Rolls? Uh, I love Tootsie Rolls. Aren't they? Aren't they? <laughs> and then like the crumbly cake. I thought it was a delight. <laughs> Matt <laughs> ate like so many Rice Krispie treats. I can't even tell you. I he thought he was going to scrape his gums. A, like, a human maggot I kept cluster. saying, I go, is something wrong with you? Do you have a tapeworm? Like <laughs> he's eating them, but he would go up and grab like four at a time. Gross. I was like, you know, we will get the opportunity to eat again. There's you don't more. have to clear out the fucking party. <laughs> anyway. uh, uh, okay, we should get to the blowdown. Basically, really, we just got like the steamiest flashback and we're finding Draco and Hermione on their first date, right? Yeah, they're at the three broomsticks. But now they're back at the apartment. Remember, because they're hooking up on the couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were flirting at the three broomsticks uh-huh. and they made their way back to Hermione's. And yeah, we're mid-hookup right now. Right. And what was happening right before that at the party? Pansy and Luna ended up in a closet together. Yes, that's right. Oh, and Theo's streaking. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So we got a lot happening at this party. Theo's showing his knots. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Knots in the air. (laughs) Let's keep finding out what's happening. It also ended with the first time that Hermione had used Draco's name. Remember, he was like, feel free to use yeah, yeah, yeah. you want. (laughs) <laughs> and we haven't had equal nipple play. It's just been one nipple so no. far. So. Which I was going to say, I think at the end of the story, we should look at our Wango boards. should do our Wango song and see where we're at. If we anyone should. has Wango. Yes. Great. Great. Okay, let's do it. The blushing brunette responded with a dull moan her fingers twisting gently into his platinum blonde tresses. Draco, she whimpered, (laughs) feeding into his carnal desires. Didn't she deduce what his given name on her tongue did to his body, his mind, his very soul? He wasn't sure when this near obsession with her first started. It could have been fourth year when she'd walked into the Yule Ball wearing that periwinkle blue dress on the arms of Crumb. It could have been the night he'd seen her bloody and near broken the night at his parents' manor when they were teenagers. It could have... (laughs) been when they were thrown together yet again a year ago, forced to work with each other in the patent department of the ministry. No matter what it was, it commanded his body now Mm. as he captured her nipple delicately between his teeth. Her body responded with moans from her throat and thighs squeezing around his abdomen. I like that he like literally has her nipple in his teeth and he's like, maybe it was when she was bloody at my parents. (laughs) I know. That's a pessimist. I think it's funny that in every story, when it's a flashback to Hermione, everyone talks about her showing up at the Yule Ball. Wasn't she 13? Yeah. I think it's like, you know, when you're also 13 and yeah. that's your it crush. Is true. Like, yeah, that is the first time you see someone, like, maybe not sexually, as just like, that's when you could have, like, a crush in sixth yeah. grade. Yeah. First time she ever wore hair product. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't entirely sure how far he should take this. His body told him as far as he could get, but his logic told him it would scare her off. He didn't want that, but he did want to leave a lasting impression. So, as any good Slytherin man would, he snaked his kisses between her breasts, taking them lower, down to her stomach, and even lower still, to the hem of her skirt. Her reply included labored breathing and fingers grasping at his hair in wanton desperation. (gasps) Wanton! 
Man. Montan. Someone's got to have Someone that in their way. I've seen it at people's wine goes. They oh, better. I don't have it. I'm so mad. You guys, did we just get equal nipple play? Do we think we got both nipples there? No. Frick. The same nipple. I do have wanton. Oh, my God. Whew. Amazing. I didn't know I had that on my board. I'd love to taste you, he admitted in a sheepish tone, but his eyes blared all wolf. (laughs) (laughs) He placed a hand on each of her inner thighs and pushed outwards, spreading them wide. May I? His proper manners were were only a formality. He planned to do it unless she shoved him off, which at the moment she was not. Okay, well, okay. (laughs) In fact, consish. Uh, consish. Consentish. <laughs> in fact, her hips bucked forward in earnest, and her eyes closed as she bit down on her lower lip. A smirk crawled up his lips, and he bundled her skirt over her thighs, exposing what lay beneath, clad in white lacy underwear. Her skin was bare, smooth and flushed with pink. She wanted him bad. How could his cock be any harder? <laughs> Somehow, it still managed to stiffen more inside his pants. You're wet. <laughs> He let his eyes leave between her legs for a moment to see her cheeks turn red. How adorable. (laughs) His right hand moved up her thigh at a snail's pace, drawing the moment out before he rested his thumb against her covered clit and began to rub in small circles with just the right pressure. Hermione groaned, arching her back and panting, eating up his ministrations like a banquet. Banquet. Like a banquet. (laughs) What's a banquet? Like a baguette. No, like a baguette. baguette is like one of those like stations for like. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah, yeah no, like a banquet. Right. Yeah. So, but I think it's banquet. Okay. Speaking <laughs> of banquets, Draco could hardly contain himself as he stared down at the glorious, oh so tempting folds just begging to be uncovered and sampled. Like, 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 like her sizzling bacon <laughs> tray at the end. He skipped like, right a, over the fruit. A Costco sampler. Right to the sausage. Uh. He looped in his thumb and tugged her underwear slowly down, exposing inch by sensual inch of her skin. When he finally had a view of that delectable-looking clit, he dived right in, licking (laughs) gingerly with attentive treatment. There you go. Oh, she moaned above him, legs splaying further out in a subtle display of submission. Draco wasted (laughs) no time in tugging her underwear the rest of the way down, momentarily sitting up so he could pull her legs above his shoulders and remove the damn things. With a smirk, he kept her legs rested on his frame as he moved back down and fed her kisses along her wet seam, <gasps> parting it open with his tongue, enjoying the sweet and light taste that was Hermione Granger. Wow. <laughs> this is a Las Vegas banquet. <laughs> he went slowly, taking his time. At the Bellagio. We are at the... The Bellagio banquet. <laughs> There's a Bellagio fellatio. <laughs> there is. <laughs> The fellatio hotel. <laughs> the fellatio. All you can eat. It yeah. is wet. Oh. He's got the fountains in front. <laughs> oh, wow. He usually is a squirter. He went slowly, taking his time, feeling her out with a lighter, then heavier pressure of his tongue, seeing just what got her off. She appeared to enjoy all of it. Her chest heaved with fervor, and her eyes found their way open to watch him with lustful intention. It took everything in Draco not to smirk as he ate her out. He found a... <laughs> Gotta remain serious. Yeah. This is business. <laughs> he found a steady rhythm with his tongue against her clit, and to change things up, he moved his fingers against her opening teasingly. She gasped as he slid his middle finger into her, curling oh so perfectly into her tight passage. His tongue continued its task as he worked his finger inside of her, finding the bundle of nerves which made her cry out in delight. Oh, was she a screamer? He <gasps> hoped so. <laughs> 
Draco, she moaned again, moving her hips in time with his finger. It made Draco's job that much easier, resting his tongue against her clit as she stimulated herself with it. A, B, C, D. All whilst he drove a second finger into her and made her mule. What's a mule sound like? Like, meow, meow, meow. No, like, I think it's like a soft, like, like, cry, like, uh, It's more purr than meow. Crackshanks. Get off of him. Cockshanks. God, yes. Like that, Hermione sounded desperate for release, for his touch, for him. It was everything he ever dreamed of and so much more. Now he had been given a taste, figuratively and literally. He didn't think he could put down his drug of choice, Hermione Jean Granger. Wow. He picked up the pace with his fingers, still working them against the erogenous zone. Oh, someone's got to oh, have there that. There we go. Guys, this is the most perfect it's story. It's hitting on all the notes of the last 13 seasons. All wow. of this chapter. Against the erogenous zone inside of her, while he kissed and nibbled and licked at her clit with excitement. She tightened around him, and he took pleasure in knowing he was about to bring her over the edge in such a short amount of time. He took it as a sign that he knew what he was doing, rather than the other option. It had been so long since someone pleasured her, so she responded to any stipulation with joy. No, it was definitely his technique. <laughs> mm. Mm, come for me, Hermione, he encouraged between caresses of his tongue. Scream while you do it. That's a bold request. Whoa. On the first time. Hex Please me. be performative yeah, as you are. Yeah, wow. Oh, yeah. Hey, no, do it as whatever you want to do. It. <laughs> and just like that, she no longer held back her moans. They filled the room along with Zel. Well, you know, on the other hand, maybe she wanted that permission. Sounds like she had it yeah. in her. They filled the room <laughs> along with Zelda's screams and pants and wanton sighs. <sighs> Double wanton. Wow. Her hips arched up. Wanton, to- <laughs> wanton. <laughs> Her hips arched up to meet him, and Draco slowed down his movements to carry her over the last hurdle, pulling out all of the sensual stops, caressing her inner thigh with his free hand while simultaneously slipping his fingers in and out of her with tenacity. Her thighs clenched up unexpectedly, and her back arched completely as she came undone, clenching around his fingers while shouting his name, Draco. A dastardly smirk found its way to his lips as he laughed at her juices, leaving no bit of her untouched by his tongue as she rode out her orgasm. The scream turned to a moan, which softened into a whimper, and when she rested still beneath him, he left one final kiss to her pulsing bud. (laughs) I never heard that before. Oh, wow. And trailed kisses up her stomach, her chest, her neck, and finally to her other lips. No, just to her lips. (laughs) She kissed him back with just as much passion behind her, fingers stroking gently up and down his face and neck in the process. It took them several minutes to come down from the kai of kissing, but when they did, Draco leaned over to whisper in her ear, drinks next Friday all right with you? <laughs> he heard her express an airy laugh and felt her nod against him. I could pencil it in. Oh, whew. <gasps> oh. Beep, boop, boop, boop. I haven't the foggiest clue what you mean, Draco replied. Ooh, it's kind of fun switching between those. Mm-hmm. I haven't the foggiest clue what you mean. <laughs> Draco replied, Brian, pretending... Brienne showed up at the... Yeah, wow. Brienne I have like, another oh, fog. That's no <laughs> Pretending to scratch his nose to cover up the fact he wanted to use his fist to remodel Weasley's face. Ooh, ooh. He glanced up at the clock to notice there were still five minutes left. Fucking shame. Oh, this is truth, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ron had just asked him. Yeah. He really would have to get nasty to avoid answering with the whole truth. Oh, don't play the saint card, Malfoy, mm. the redheaded dolt sneered, scrunching his face up in ways that made him resemble a Sharpay. What was all that out in the hallway then? Hallway? Hermione turned her face in Ron's direction, Mm. concerned. 
Oh, oof. Malfoy basically said something went on between you two. <gasps> Didn't you say I insinuated? Draco smirked. And you said you were practically saying it outright. <gasps> All right, Weezy, I'll play your little game. Weezy. All right, Weez. <laughs> All right, Weasley. Weezer. Weezy. All right, Weezer. I'll play your, I'll play your latest track. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play your remake of your Africa. A dollar. It's a weak remake, but sure. <laughs> uh, he took a big swig from his vodka bottle, and his eyebrows shot up momentarily as he blinked back the burn that traveled through his nose. Fuck, that was some strong stuff. <laughs> we went out for drinks. That satisfy your curiosity? Not by a long shot. <gasps> Why do you care, Ron? Hermione snapped at once, startling both men. You're with Padma now. What oh. goes on between me and other people is no longer your concern. Get it, girl. Oh, something did go on. Weasley eyed the two suspiciously. What was it? You only get one question for truth, Ron. <laughs> okay, we got a Brinkus. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> Six months, 21 days ago. <laughs> it was specific. Mm, fuck Hermione. Oh, it's next Friday. Draco found himself in the most erotic and surprising of positions that night. It was supposed to be an official date. He'd brought her a single red rose, Uh taken her out to walk about Hogsmeade, and then sat in a coffee shop with her for more than two hours, talking school, politics, and work. So, how did he manage to find himself in a cozy alcove between two buildings with Hermione tucked between his legs and fingers around his cock as she sucked him off? Wango! There we go. Oh, you got it? No, not yet. No, not yet. But I had BJ on my card. (laughs) This wasn't where he intended on his going this evening, but he wasn't going to complain. Instead, he twisted a lock of her hair around his fingers and watched the witch take all of him in. It was a glorious sight with her lips wrapped around the base of his cock as she lodged him down her throat with skill. (laughs) He was oh so tempted to close his eyes, but he didn't want to miss a moment as she slurped her way up to the tip and tickled along the tip gingerly. (laughs) You liked that, she asked. Her voice is deductive. What did I say? Tickled. <laughs> I, did, I combined tipped and licked. Yep. Yeah. He slurped his way to the tip and licked along, lickled along the tip gingerly. Draco struggled to find a voice, but when he did, it came out husky, as if gravel were grinding in his throat. Mm. I never want you to stop. <laughs> Sounds like prison. Fight. <laughs> I never want you to stop. <laughs> never stop. They never broke their gaze into each other's eyes as he put a hand on the back of her head and guided her forward. <laughs> and she took him in again, widening her mouth to fit him all in. There was a thrill between them at the thought of being caught, and with a smile traced around her lips, she bobbed her head forwards and backwards, building up a pace as she swallowed him again and again. Her tongue, between the movements, lapped hungrily underneath his cock. Her hands, at the same time, tugged his trousers down further, freeing his testicles. Hermione began to massage them carefully, her warm palm countering the cold air. She is doing all of the things that you can do. There's so many things happening. (laughs) Nearly all. She has like six hands. (laughs) (laughs) There's probably like an octopus Octopus spell. She got the time turner. Now she's got two of them. (laughs) She's like, don't say anything. This is for you. Oh, fuck, he gasped, throwing his head back into the wall. It hurt, but the way her mouth and hands worked him made him forget all about the pain. All that mattered was her soft lips putting themselves to good use, besides quipping with him. He slowly began to move his hips, encouraging her to take him deeper, to which she did eagerly. Draco had no idea what egged this one, but he was going to milk this, pun intended, for all it was worth. 
Draco, don't make our jokes for us. (laughs) (laughs) Don't stop, Miney. Fuck, yeah, like that. The hand behind her head drifted up, resting it on top of her curls in a show of submission to her. He let her take control, sucking him how it pleased her, and took pleasure in knowing she wanted it. Like a kid in a candy store, he wasn't going to complain with whatever he received, just knowing there was something in her that wanted him fed and into his ego in exponential ways. Her mouth began to work faster on him, adding much-needed pleasure, savoring his cock like it was the last lollipop in the world. Concentrating, her pretty eyelashes splayed out along her cheeks as she pinched her eyes shut. Draco bit down on his lower lip, encouraging her with his words, "Mm, more, yes, fuck yes, Bet you love eating this cock, don't you, Hermione? Oh, oh wow. Okay. He, he is a, that is what he would say, though. <laughs> so right. Exactly what he'd say. He began to pant. She groaned in response. Yeah, you're a cock-hungry little witch, aren't you? Oh, uh, come on, Draco. Couldn't even oh, wait until he uh, got back to your place. Her movement stopped almost immediately, and Draco whimpered in protest as she opened her eyes and glanced up at him, completely serious. Why my place? There was hardly any blood left in his brain, so it took him a moment to register her question. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, uh, I have a roommate. <laughs> <laughs> he shut his eyes tight, trying not to lash out and say something about her sudden betrayal to not suck him off. He's a tosser. Wow. You don't live at the manor? She asked. Her interest peaked. Draco was thoroughly irritated. The conversation turned this direction instead of on his cock. <laughs> no, he shook his head, sprouting out quickly. I babysit the manor when my parents are out of the country, but otherwise, no. Can can we get back to the part where your lips are around me, please? He pried his eyes open and graced his hand down her cheek, coaxing her. Please? Though this time it wasn't a question, more of a demand. Hermione smiled up at him and set back to work, slipping <laughs> him into her mouth and nearly making him come right then and there. The warmth of her quickly made up for any betrayal he felt earlier, and it didn't take him long before he was thrusting his cock into her throat, her face buried in the soft, trimmed curls of his pubic hair. And that's when he came, spilling a seed down her throat, whispering her name in between a slur of groans and curse words. She took every bit of hit, moaning against his cock, vibrating him in such a pleasurable way that he was sure he could go for another round in 20. Her throat... My, I'm, I'm dry. <laughs> I can't. I have so many words. I know. Danny's throat Uh, contracted also. (laughs) Her throat contracted, swallowing his cum and stimulating the already sensitive organ in her mouth. Carefully, Draco slid out and down her tongue where she lapped at the tip and collected any remaining bits of cum that remained. He released a satisfied chuckle, brushing the tip against her lips as he said, you enjoy that? I love how like porn and erotica always like has it described as like the most like precise like and then she made sure to like lick the like, bit, like every last drop of cum she off loved his cup. it mm. yeah most of the time you're like spinning it into yeah. like your hand <laughs> throwing it at the wall she's just like savoring his cock in it's there like, and then mm, it's like any left at the end of a frosty <laughs> more than anything she muttered closing her eyes for half a moment as he caressed her cheek with his fingers you he downright laughed and nodded his head vigorously oh yes he smiled down to her. Exceeds expectations ratings. <laughs> no, scratch that. Outstanding. Ooh. I love the fact. I hope that she expedited that blowjob to get the questions. She's like, okay, I'll give you this. Now, why do you live with your parents? <laughs> I think she expedited to get the rating. Yeah. <laughs> she wanted a grade. Also, this is his first foray into his cock critiquing. <laughs> beep, boop, boop, beep. None of your business is what it is, said Draco, deciding that playing into Weasley's goading wasn't getting him anywhere. It was just drinks. He stole a glance at Hermione, saw the look in her eyes that said, thank you for not going into detail. 
psh, as if he would. He hadn't even told Blaze about any of it, so why would he care to let a bunch of party brats in on the secret? Party brats? <laughs> that should be our band name. Yeah. We're the party brats. That's not entirely true, is it, said Potter, perking up in interest. <gasps> I vaguely recall seeing you two out about six months ago. Come on, Harry, you're supposed to be dead, Harry, Harry. on my way and go. The tension in Draco's stomach moved all the way up to his throat, and he shot a quick glance at Hermione, who was suddenly extremely fascinated by the skirting of her dress. Oh, what a tangled web they weaved. I will say that's dense. Uh, I thought I did see you. <laughs> no, that's not true. I saw you doing uh, alley blowjobs. You're right. He what? is missing the point yeah. of the whole, they're trying to play it coy. I'll give you dense. No, Hermione, remember you told me you gave him a blowjob <laughs> Hermione, the alley? why are you winking at me right now? I and saw him in wait, your wet folds. <laughs> I saw him in there. Draco, those were Hermione's wet folds. Well, you're shaking your head. Those were Hermione's folds. I saw you fixing his zipper in the alley with your mouth. <laughs> why do you keep doing the throat cut motion? I don't get it. Why are you doing, what? What? Is something on my throat? <laughs> okay, we need a brinkus. Beep. Beep, beep, beep. Six months, one day ago, Draco Malfoy rubbed his hands together, attempting to warm them as a gust of evening air hiked up the busy street and directly onto his face. I picture him like Mr. Burns in The Simpsons, like, <laughs> excellent. <laughs> the last three dates, if he could call them that, with Hermione Granger went splendidly. Sure, the first two times there had been some action, but he'd been a perfect gentleman on their last outing, treating her to the planetarium to watch the stars twinkle. Cute. Sorry, Ross and Rachel. Yeah. He even received a hefty makeout session at her front door, but nothing else. And, to his surprise, Draco was fine with that. While he fantasized about bending the witch in nearly every position under the sun, even one called the wheelbarrow, oh. he enjoyed simply spending time with her in any capacity. <laughs> Tonight, as he apparated to her flat, he found her seated on her sofa, dressed in a seductively low-cut ivory dress that complemented her skin tone in mm. just the right way. Her legs were tucked up underneath her, and in her hands was a thick book. No surprise there. She glanced up when she heard him apparate and smiled warmly. Hello. A lopsided <laughs> smile was his reply, followed Hello. by... <laughs> oh, hey. Hey, what's up? Smiled warmly. Hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> she seductively smiled warmly. Hi, <laughs> 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 hello, like, hello, come on in. <laughs> smile warmly, hello. Uh, that's good. There we go. A lobster smile was his reply, filed by, you look nice, better than a poodle, she chided. He snorted a laugh. Oh, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> How was work? Work was work, she shrugged, setting the book down beside her on the coffee table before patting the spot next to her. As Draco crossed the room and plopped down next to her, she continued, Although I am up for a promotion. He scooted closer, leaning forward to kiss along her exposed shoulder. Look at you, such a workaholic. She sighed breathlessly as his kisses became more passionate and trailed up her neck. A hand came up and pushed against his chest and he leaned upright, catching her gaze. It wasn't adoring as per usual. Hell, it wasn't even lustful. It was serious and carried weight. They'd want me to fly out to meet with a representative in America. America, wow, he feigned an impressed tone. But inside his heart was slamming wildly. So you'd be gone, what, a week? Longer, she admitted, tucking a curl behind her ear. Oh, he tried to hold back a frown, but failed miserably. Aww. How long then? I'm not sure, she shook her head, blushing. I mean, it's an amazing opportunity. I could help a lot of people. My work with how self-liberation would finally be taken seriously, and I, I could construct new bylaws to prevent the mistreatment of magical creatures. Her eyes searched his, and she blushed even more. Of course, that's if I even accept the position. Will you? He asked immediately. 
He cleared his throat, embarrassed, and said with less firmness, will you, though, accept the position? It sounds like a great opportunity. He's like, I could offer you a position as a wheelbarrow. (laughs) (laughs) I could compete. (laughs) Great benefit. Have you ever thought about becoming a missionary? (laughs) It is... You'd, You'd make a great cowgirl, a reverse cowgirl. <laughs> and that's a, that's a senior I've level sev- position. I have several, several positions, Gio. It, it is, she nodded, and I'm not sure I move it away from it. <laughs> Rose everything. Oh, it is, she nodded, and I'm not sure I moving away from my friends, my family, my... Her voice trailed off as she averted her eyes. Her what? He wondered. Well, it... It seems like a really big step. I I have so much here, and yet I don't, do I? Her eyes Mm -hmm. swarmed with thoughts, and she rambled off. Harry's never around because he's a full-time auror, and Ginny's off on Quidditch tour, and Ron, she scowled. Ron and I are swallowing a lump in her throat. She glanced up at Draco. And you? Me, he asked, forgetting how to breathe. You're not all the way you were in school. He released a nervous chuckle and quirked an eyebrow. I take that's a good thing? It's, It's an amazing thing, actually. She reached over and took his hand, weaving her fingers together with his. When I began as your patent lawyer, I had no idea you would be so this. Mm-hmm. She gestured with mm-hmm. her free hand to him. Thoughtful, caring, considerate, sexy, he offered with a smirk. <laughs> she rolled her eyes but smiled anyway. Perhaps that as well. So he raised her hand up to his lips and kissed along the knuckles. <gasps> <gasps> Sex ed with Professor Snape. <laughs> wow. Don't think about it right now. Let's just go out. Have a nice evening. My parents are out of town, and I plan to show you the family library. Both of her eyes raised. Your family has their own library? Hundreds of rows of books, just right for the picking, he offered. She nodded. All right. A grin spread across her face. That sounds lovely, Draco. Thank you. Full Beauty and the Beast fantasy. It would be the last night he saw her up until this evening. Draco took a swig of his vodka, trying to remember where it all went horribly wrong. The timer above their heads blared three minutes to go. Fuck. This night would take for fucking ever. And all he wanted to do was get her back in the closet again to figure out why she abandoned him like a worthless, frightened easel on the side of the street. There comes a time in every new relationship when a choice is made, whether to continue and see it flourish or call it off and watch it die. It's protocol, Draco thought to himself. Common decency. But what she did to him was neither. Great, she ghosted him. There was no, I think we should see other people, or I see you as a friend, or I'm packing up all my shit and leaving you, you worthless piece of Death Eater garbage. Even that would have given him a door to slam shut. As it were, she left all the doors to his heart swung wide open, and over the course of the last six months, Draco wasn't sure whether to close them, leave them open, or burn the bloody house down. A roar of laughter erupted from downstairs, startling all in attendance and drawing attention away from Hermione and Draco's uncomfortable predicament. (laughs) Sounds like not to the job, said Blaze impressed. Oh, sounds like a... No, you do it. <laughs> no, I can't do You do it. Sounds like a not to did it the job. <laughs> so bad. It's great. No. Said Blaze impressed. Daphne, it's a your turn. <laughs> As he tossed the pizza. What? Weasley glared annoyed. He didn't answer my question. <laughs> I did, Draco crossed his arms. You don't like my answer? Take it up with my foot. You'll find Ooh. it shoved up your obnoxious arse. Ooh. Settle down, you bellends. All of you cock strutting over this prissy little bent. Gesturing to Hermione, Blaze gave an incredulous smirk. 
Draco answered the question. Weasley, get the fuck over yourself. Uh, if Granger wants his cock, nothing you can do about it. <gasps> Word around the ministry is you can't keep it in your pants, so why do you care what goes on in hers? <gasps> get it, Blaze. I don't need to take this from you, Weasley sneered back. From any of you, you've got... Stop it! The circle grew quiet as Hermione Granger slammed her hand down on the floor, her cheeks as scarlet as Weasley's hair. I'm right here, you know. Zabini, you're about as loose as an oversized condom. Oh. You are in no position to judge Ron. And you, Ronald. <gasps> her voice reverberated with furiosity, making the red-headed Blanche. As much as I hate to admit it, Zabini is correct. You have no say in what I do, who I see, or anything in between. Then her eyes fell on Draco, and he wasn't sure whether to be frightened or turned on by her smoldering glare. And you, after a yawn, Draco replied, Me? Oh, I yawn. honestly have no idea what to say to you. She stood up from the circle, straightened her skirt down her lap, tucked a lock of hair behind her ear. I'm going to go home. Draco's heart withered miserably. Hermione, began Potter, but she cut him off. No, I'm leaving. Her heels clacked as she strutted to the door. As she reached for the handle, Blaze nudged Draco in the side and whispered, You're just going to let her leave? Like that? Uh. He opened his mouth to speak, but the door was already swung open and shut. Much like the night she walked out on him. <sighs> uh, is there a Dementor in the room? Because I got chills. Oh, the end wow. of the chapter. Oh, man. Huh. When the episode ends, check your underpants. Are you ones up or down? <laughs> Danny always starts us so high. Oh, so off key for all of us. What's up, what's up, what's What were we doing at um, <laughs> Danny's party? We were doing something at a falsetto all night. <laughs> I don't know, but it was such a great oh, time. Oh, man. My one's up for all that oral. <laughs> it's great. We don't always get a lot of that. Yeah. I'm going to say up until the last part. But I did. I loved the hookup scene. Yeah. It's fantastic. All of them. <laughs> I'll see my wands up even for that scene because I don't think we ever get anger. You know, I think we generally get mm-hmm. sadness. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. But to have Hermione. Feisty. Feisty. They're all, they're all, the tension, sexual tension is Ooh. tense. I'm just so curious as to like a he said, she said situation because she sounds upset with him and he sounds upset with her. Yeah. So I don't picture Hermione being someone who would just, like, peace out and never say anything. So there must be crossed wires. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. she sounds like he wronged her and vice versa. Do you think Here. that there was, like, maybe, like, a lost note mm. or something? I could see that. Like, a maybe an owl or... got shot out of the sky with her. Or maybe Draco thought he was doing a, the right thing by letting her go, and she wanted to him to chased. fight for her. Yeah. Yeah, but he's also saying she, like, there was never, like, a goodbye. So that seems unlikely. Yeah. It's weird. But I can't wait to find out. Woo! <sighs> and Luna and Pansy are still in the closet also. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. This was a rich chapter. It was. Wow. Um, wow. Should we do Wango Update 2? Wango Update. Uh, a horny podcast had a game and Wango was its name. W-A-N-G-O. Put a Put finger, a finger in, in the hole. Where's the tongue? No one knows and Wango was his name. Oh. Did you say Nemo? Game Finding Nemo. <laughs> Al, you're the only one that Nemo? had her card tonight. You tell us. What'd you get? Okay, so I don't have a full Wango. Mm. What I got tonight was orgasm, cunnilingus, wetness, mm. finger bang, <laughs> oh my. B- BJ, ding, ding, wanton, ding, 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 ding. and I got, you said Dunce Harry, so I think we got Dunce Harry. 
You just got like seven. I got a lot of Wangos wow. tonight, but no, I freaking don't have a Wango still. You're still? You know what it's missing for me is plug horns, sex playlist, <laughs> sex, threesome, equal nipple play. Ooh, threesome. Do you think I got a, an HJ? No, it was no. all mouth. Stop, it was you, all like, mouth. you like had like 17 X's and you're like, can I have? Can I have more? I got Hogsmeade. <laughs> I'm just yes. so excited about Wanton. I feel like that was like yeah, a that was wonderful, big, that was a big wonderful one. little yeah. Easter egg. Um, guys. Show us your wangos. Mm-hmm. And don't forget that we still have songs and voicemails coming in. We're going to savor a couple and put them on the next episode. But if you have a song you want to write or a voicemail you want to send, all the info is in the bio of the podcast So yep. and on our top of our Facebook group. But yeah, send those in because we love hearing them on the pod. It's so wonderful to get notes from you guys. So uh, make sure to keep sending those guys in. Whoop. Whoop, 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 See whoop. you next week, guys. Bye. Yeah. Bye. guys, it's Crystal Craker from the group, and I am just really glad to have found you guys. Uh, when I discovered the podcast last year, y'all were already in like season four or five, something like that. And uh, a lot of people don't know this, but my husband and I were homeless for a month. We were crashing on an air mattress, and every night I would just binge the hell out of the podcast. And it was really the only thing bringing me any sort of laughter and joy for a month. And then I found the community online and have met some amazing people, picked up a hobby of reading and writing fan fiction, which has made me a better writer. I got to meet Danny and a whole bunch of others in Dallas last year. And you guys have just really meant a lot to me. Um, and you've gotten me through some really hard times. So I'm going to miss you guys. I think my most favorite season was the Caught Critiquer, of course, because it's dreary and it was amazing. So I wish you guys the best and see you in the group. Bye. Hey, Sankom Pisar. That's my friend in Swedish. Because this is a greeting from Sophie from Sweden. And um, I just want to thank you guys so much for all the... Funny moments I had in the corner of my office, giggling about Snape, kissing everyone of Hermione's knuckles. And um, I also want to thank you for all the new sexy, erotic English vocabulary that I have learned listening to your podcast. They surely didn't teach that in Swedish high school. So yeah, thinking of these erotic knowledge that you transferred over the Atlantic Ocean, I would sure enough, without any doubt, if I were to be dumbbell horny, I would install you as a new defense for the erotic arts. And um, with this new job, I would suggest some new titles for you. And uh, my personal suggestion is Magister Midriff, Professor Trampstamp, and Scarlet Joe, raise your hand job. Jag älskar er. I love you. Ta hand om er. Please take care. And um, please come to Sweden. Bye. You guys are amazing. Congrats to you for, like, putting on something awesome and, like, fulfilling it and then being like, we're done. That's awesome. You guys are amazing. I love you. And, like, drunk me loves you. I'm a little drunk right now. This is awesome. Props to you. Stay amazing and continue to be your magical selves. Like, it's amazing. You don't even know. Thank you.
for being you and continue on being you. It's awesome. Drunk Me loves you. I've been listening since, like, season three, and you're amazing. I seriously, like, don't mind giving you the money for Patreon because, like, fuck yeah. Good job being you. This is awesome. Thank you. Goodbye. Oh, wait. I, yeah, don't worry about it. You're awesome. Thank you. For more erotic goodness, join our Patreon where you can access hundreds of hours of steamy content and bonus episodes from your favorite pop culture fandoms at patreon.com forward slash fangasm. For updates, merch, to join our private Facebook group, The Fanny Pack, or to submit a story, visit fangasmpodcast.com. For a regular hookup, make sure you subscribe and if you're extra horny, leave a review. But only if it's nice. 10 points for nice reviews. 